Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. And in this episode, I'm going to be taking you through the seven specific tasks and actions that guarantee real estate success. Now, you might say, well, Ray, I'm not paying for this. How can you guarantee it? I'm going to tell you how I'm going to guarantee it. I'm going to go through each step one by one and show you or, or tell you more about exactly what's required to guarantee real estate success. We've got all that and more coming right up. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly brought to you by Real Ads. Real Ads brings all your high-value real estate tech tools together in one platform to slash cost and boost marketing at the same time. Discover the future of real estate marketing by Googling Real Ads CRM. That's R-E-A-L-A-D-S-C-R-M. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and thanks for joining me. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I have been beside the or behind the microphone. I was talking with my producer, Joel, who said, hey, when are you going to do a podcast again? And he's been at me to do it. Uh, he said, you've got a great following. And I said, well, I've been really busy with uh, this project that's called Real Ads, and Real Ads is a digital marketing agency for real estate agents. And real quick, um, Real Ads is about bringing all of this technology together. And I'm sure you're getting emails every single day about great technology and telling you why you should be using it. Um, and and uh, there is so much great technology out there. The issue that I have with it, though, is that very few of these things actually talk to each other. I was talking with one agent the other day who had like three screens open and seven different browsers and eight different things going on, and it's all turned into a bit of a schmozzle. So the good news about real estate and real estate technology now is that you can access a lot of this stuff under the one umbrella, which makes life easy. It comes with a great mobile app as well. The good news as well, cost-wise, is that using the using this tool, a tool like Real Ads, is going to shave 85 or 90% off your monthly subscriptions, off your costs, which is great because uh, all of this technology is there. Why not put it all under the one roof? Okay, so that's enough about that. I want to get into today the seven specific tasks and actions that guarantee real estate success. So you might be saying, Ray, how on earth can you guarantee this? I'm not paying for it, so where's the guarantee part come in? So here's my guarantee. Check this out. If you do these seven things, if you commit to them and you actually do them and you follow through, uh, you start at the start and you go through the seven and you put them into play and set everything up as I'm suggesting and if you don't see a marked improvement in your results in 90 days and you can prove to me that you've done these seven things, I will personally coach you for 90 days. Okay, so you've got three months to get this set up or you got you don't need three months. You could do it all in a week. Set everything up, get started, and then if you're not seeing results in 90 days, then I'm more than happy to uh, put my money where my mouth is and my time and effort, my blood, sweat and tears, and I will personally coach you for 90 days to help you get the results that you are looking for. So this idea came from, a, I was speaking with an agent that I work with called Sarah, and Sarah's from Sydney. G'day, Sarah, if you're listening, uh, and um, I hope you're doing great. Well, I know you're doing great because you've been following these seven steps and it's turned things around, but Sarah started about three years ago in real estate, and her first six, 12 months was really good but then her market was really strong. Listings were falling out of trees. There was plenty of business. She was making great money. She actually doubled her income from her former from her f- former job, which was working with one of the airlines. 
and she is a great fit for real estate. She's got a great personality. She's a go-getter. She's motivated, all of those good things. In any case, the wheels fell off about after year two and her market had changed. There was a lot going on in the market. There were uh, nowhere near as many listings uh, as there had been when she started, but there were just as many agents. Prices were down a little bit, but in real estate, we can't really control the market, uh, can we? We can't control prices, but we can influence the number of properties that we get to list and sell. We do uh, have the opportunity if we know what we're doing and we're following the right rules to get ourselves in front of more sellers. So I find when things change and the markets change a little bit, it's really back to basics time. But you don't want to get away from these basics because they're essentially the things that work. And I, I guess this this message or what I'm offering today or what I want to talk to, talk to you about is perfect for somebody who's been in real estate for a while. I don't care how long but you're not getting the results you want. But it's also great for somebody who's just starting off in real estate. If you're just starting off in real estate, there's shiny object syndrome, there's so many distractions, there's things going on. Quite frankly, I think a lot of agents get really confused. There's something else happening at the moment in real estate land as well, and that is that most of the agents that I talk to and that I know of have never really experienced a tough market. I think the last really tough market was the recession in the early 90s. And I'm talking Australia, New Zealand, probably globally as well. Uh, It was a very difficult time. Um, The number of properties almost overnight shrank by 50%. Um, We were selling properties at like, you know, 75 or 50% less than, than what they were worth even like six or 12 months before. The market literally crashed. And that was a very interesting time. And, and I personally learned a lot about how to drive a real estate business and how to how to focus on the success actions, I guess, or the dollar productive actions or the blue dollar actions, as I like to call them, the things that actually make us money. So that's where all of this has come from. I'd like to get into the seven things right now. And let's start with number one. Uh, and number one is only spend time on the tasks that actually make you money. When I see new agents tweaking the logo that they want, they have to get their website just right, and they get stuck what I call in the thick of thin things. So they get distracted doing things that they shouldn't be doing because it's not really leading to a result. And a result, essentially, I, cl- I classify a real estate result as a listing, a sale, or, or even a price reduction. One of those three things will lead you to a uh, Uh, more money. And that's why we do what we do, because literally, we are in it for the money. That's why we work weekends. That's why we don't have a nine to five job. And a lot of people who are new in real estate, I think, get get distracted, as I said, shiny object syndrome, and they don't focus on the things. So you can can often give yourself, and and somebody told me about this years ago, I forget who it was, but it's a great idea. You can give, give yourself what I call the freeze test. So what you can do is just Stop wherever you are and you say and you say to yourself, am I doing something at the moment that is actually going to lead me to a result? Is it going to help me get a listing or make a sale? So getting set up, and I'll be going through those points here, getting set up is critical to getting this right. But but please, please, please make sure that you're spending time on the things that are actually making you money. So that's number one. Number two, 
And this is probably pretty obvious, but you need to set yourself up with a great CRM, a customer relationship management system. Now, there are some very good CRMs out there in the market. Don't really care which one you're using. Uh, if you want to, if you want to know more about one uh, that we use at Real Ads that does pretty much everything, then let me know. I can set you up with a deal. Uh, but you've got to get something that's actually going to work because you need a central. It, a, a great CRM is is like the hub of your whole business. You need something that is going to help you um, grow your business, bring your contacts in, and I can tell you something for a fact that um, the agent who does. Fifty thousand a year compared to the agent that does five thousand, five hundred thousand in GCI a year. The agent that does five hundred thousand or ten times as more has probably got ten times as many contacts as the agent who's only doing fifty thousand. Now, I know everybody needs to start somewhere, and if you're new to real estate, it's exciting. But you, you're in a situation here where, uh, or you're in an industry, I guess, where eighty-seven percent of agents never make it to year six, which is which is just a criminal stat. I just think it's a soul-destroying uh, thing that um, uh, you know nine nine out of ten agents actually uh, don't make it through the first five years and never make it to year six. And I believe that's for a couple of reasons. Firstly, they they they're like I said, stuck in the thick of thin things. They're doing the wrong things. They're not trained. And the second thing, pretty obvious, I guess is that they're just not really a good fit for real estate. And if you're new to real estate or even if you're thinking about getting into real estate and and you go through these these seven points that I'm about to share, there might be something here that doesn't sit well with you and makes you think, okay, real estate's not for me. And if that's the case, I'm really glad, I'm pleased because I've saved you five years of pain. So um, at the same time, if you think, that it is a good fit and you can do these things and you rally to the cause, then good for you. I'm here to help you. Okay, so number two, setting yourself up with a great CRM. It needs to do some pretty basic things. It needs to be able to, obviously, you need to be able to retain information and, and the essential information is is a, is a contact or a client's, potential clients, let's call them contacts, first name, last name, email and mobile. You want a space where you can put in notes from your last uh, conversation. You want to be able to set a trigger that will bring them into a trail where you can communicate with them. You want to be able to set a task or something that sends you a reminder to reach out uh, because uh, putting um, a good number of people into your CRM is really central to your success. So that's number two. Number three is Pick your patch. Select the area you wish to dominate and get intimate with its DNA. Now, a lot of people, again, a lot of new people in real estate think that they will get to know their area, but it takes a while unless you immerse yourself in it. So if you're new, I mean, if you're experienced, you probably already know things like average days on market, average prices of condo, condos or apartments or houses or, or lots of land or surveys as they call them in NZ. Um, you probably already know those things, but you've got to get familiar with all of that because if you're really familiar with that, guess what? You're an expert. So everybody wants to hire an expert. So you need to be an expert in your area. And one of the quickest ways that you can do this is subscribe to get all the listings and all the good agents I know do this anyway, and you're probably doing it. But they subscribe to the portal in their area or their local portal in their country or their state or their province here in Canada that is going to send them the updated information and of properties um, 
coming onto the market so you can quickly become familiar with everything that's coming onto the market in your area. But pick your patch. Um, and I would pick like a core area of no more than 2,000 homes. And this is an area that you can, um, if you want a door knock, if you want to drop flyers, and if you want to tour around and really get to know it, then that's a great thing too. Make sure you pick an area where there is a lot of turnover. So, you know, the old part of town traditionally in in the in in western cities the old part of town there seems to be less turnover the new part of town there's more turnover so turnover is your friend so take care pick your patch and you want to be able to pick a patch where you are known for it say if you're in Frankston Victoria you want to be known as the agent for Frankston if you're in Bondi in New South Wales if you're here in Mississauga in in uh, in, uh, in Toronto in Canada Mississauga is a, a suburb of, uh, of Toronto. In fact, I think Mississauga is the sixth biggest city in Canada. In any case, you want to be known for an area, so you want to you want to have you want to have your name associated with that area, so you can immerse yourself more and more in it and just get really familiar with it. So that's number three. Okay, so so far you're only focusing on what's making you money, like listening to this podcast. You set yourself up with a great CRM. You've picked your patch. You're happy with that. Number four is get all of your contacts into your CRM, including from your phone. I would go, I would spend a day, I would spend whatever it takes because this is critical. Uh, go through your phone. Who's in your phone that that you can reach out and connect with? Um, my, my definition of a good contact is they have to have some kind of association with your area. They don't need to be influencers or anything like that, but they have to have some kind of association with your area. And they need to have a pulse. So if you can go through and find on your phone people who fit that criteria, those two things, then I would get them into your CRM. Don't worry about anything else yet. Get them into your CRM. Get their first name, last name, email, mobile. Get what you can. If all you have is a, is a name and a mobile, just get that in because you can fill in the rest as, as you go along. Then I would go through your social media channels and Find out in there. Find out from there who you've connected with. Your mission is to get to a thousand contacts as soon as you possibly can. In all my time in real estate, hiring people, working with new recruits, getting agents productive from from ground zero, getting them up and getting them happening. A thousand contacts that you are regularly in touch with is where the magic happens. It's where the rubber hits the road. I talk to agents who've been in real estate for four, five, ten years and they've got 300 contacts and they wonder why they're struggling. So if you're listening to this and you want more business, it's simply you need more contacts. That's all it is. Uh, I would also go through, why not go through your emails for the last six months? I'm sure there'd be people in there uh, that you've spoken to as well. So, And let me just let me just say something really quickly about new people coming into real estate. I want to mention this before before I go any further or before I forget because it absolutely boggles my mind. I want to do a separate video, a YouTube video about this. And by the way, um, if you'd like to check out my YouTube videos, just do a search for Real Ads. That's R-E-A-L-A-D-S on YouTube. And I'm starting to upload my videos there, including this one. I just did a video yesterday about talking about these points, so you can you can check it out there as well, where I cover the same information. But here's something I want to say to new agents. It's my experience, and I'm aware that some of the so-called 
top real estate trainers and and influencers in in our industry tell new agents that they need to write a letter out to in, and circulate it into their area and let all their friends and family know that they are new to real estate and they're so excited and they hope they can help them buy or sell a property. I think that that is without a doubt the dumbest thing I have ever heard in real estate. And um, I'm not sure if you agree, but let me, let me tell you why. If you were going to have open heart surgery, would you want would you want a, would you want a, a a surgeon who's on day one, fresh out of university, uh, to be doing your open heart surgery, or would you want a seasoned professional? Um, if you were facing a pretty serious law case, do you want a first time lawyer defending you, or do you want somebody? who's been in the trenches and knows the way things work, who can help you do whatever you want to do. If, you want to, if you're building a house, do you want the guy who's never built a house before starting for the first time? If you're flying from Sydney to Singapore, do you want a, do you want a, do you want a pilot who's just, who's just fresh out of pilot school and this is their first flight? Of course not. So why the heck... Are these real are these so-called real estate training experts? Most of them, in fact, many of them have actually never sold a house, amazingly. So I don't know what qualifies them, but some of these men and women um, are telling people that they need to get a letter out or they need to promote their fresh face on on social media, Facebook and Insta, saying, Hey, I'm in real estate. I used to be a I used to be a a teacher or a bus driver or I used to work in retail or whatever, but I'm really looking forward to my new career in real estate. Make sure you reach out and talk to me if I can help you buy or sell your home. Not, I'm not going to be getting involved in that. So think about what you would do if you wanted to sell your property. Would you reach out to a brand new rookie? Hey, I'm all for giving people a go, but we don't need to broadcast it. Do you have to fake it till you make it? I think you do a little bit. And don't forget, um, I'm sure you have people that you really look up to in real estate land, like p- people that you might even work with, people in your area, people who might dominate the market. Don't forget, they all started from day one as well, and they had to learn how to do things. They had to learn the way the world works. They had to get familiar with their area. They had to build their credibility. So the great thing about building your contacts is that everybody you speak to you learn more about them, you learn more about your market, you learn more about the skills needed to be awesome in real estate. So um, I, that's all I want to say about that. But just please don't make that mistake if you're new to real estate. Just fake it till you make it. Get out there. You don't need to broadcast that you're new. Just start getting in front of people and and practice your scripts. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. If you need, if you need things, then uh, we have them here. Uh, at Real Ads, uh, I'm happy for you to have them on the house. You just reach out and let me know if you need scripts or or anything like that. And by the way, talking about giving stuff away, I've just released my new book called Digital Mayor, which will show you um, how agents are taking over their area using social media and doing things very, very differently than what most agents are doing, and it's helping them stand out. So reach out and let me know about that. In fact, what I will do is I will put a link so you can download a copy of Digital Mare. I will put a link uh, to that in the show notes for this podcast. There you go. Problem solved. Massive. All right. That's all organized. Okay. So you're getting all your contacts into your CRM. That's number four. Guess what number five is? Can you guess? 
You're going to get on the phone and you're going to start connecting with your contacts and you're going to start to talk about the area. And one of the and I heard this recently. I forget where where it was from. I'm I'm looking at stuff all the time, but um, it was an agent uh, who said who who has a great script and and pretty early in the conversation he says uh, I'm just checking in on your on your real estate situation, which kind of I really like that because it summarizes the whole thing. In other words, what are you doing? Is there anything happening at the moment? If there's nothing happening, then great. It's much nicer than saying, hey, are you buying or selling property at the moment? You can just say, hey, I'm just checking in. There was a sale at XYZ or 123 Smith Street. Can't believe the result. Doesn't need to be your sale. You can just let them know about property. Um, One of the best ways before we get off, in fact, let me just go back to number four for one sec because I left something out. one of the one of the best ideas that new people, um, or one of the best ways that new people can add new contacts to their list, is to start a local traders list. And a local trader, if you wrote down everybody that you know in your area who runs a business, there could be a dog walker, there could be somebody who paints houses, somebody who carpets houses, somebody who does floor sandings, a gardener. Uh, a handyman, a carpenter, a plumber, an electrician, the list goes on. Um, the more the more you can the, the, the more number of those people that you can collect, people like that that you can get onto your traders list, then the more contacts that you're going to have. And here's how to reach out to them. Say say if you don't know a plumber uh, in your area, right? You could say because you want to have this list that you can give to your sellers, you want to be able to offer your sellers and say, hey, I've got, a, I've got a list of competent, uh, competitive and capable tradespeople and professionals. Would you like a copy? That's a great way to reach out because who's going to say no to that? Everybody wants uh, to get the heads up. They want the good oil on somebody who's, who's working in their area. So um, I would be doing that. And here's a great way to reach out to your plumber. Say you find a good plumber on, on Google. You Google them. They've got you know a good reviews, over four out of five stars and a good number of reviews, and they've got a solid reputation in the community. Reach out to them and say, hey, my name's Sarah. Uh, I'm a real estate agent in Bondi. I notice you're a plumber in Bondi. I've got a list of tradespeople. I'd like to put you on that list. Is that okay with you? They're going to say, sure, I'd love that, Sarah. That'd be awesome. And then Sarah says, okay, and then what about we do this? Let me know how you th- let me know how you feel about this. If you hear of anybody looking to buy or sell real estate, you let me know. And if I'm if I hear of anybody looking for plumbing services, I'll let you know. How does that sound? They're going to say, "Well, that sounds fabulous." So there we go. There's another contact. There's somebody who wants to hear from you, right? And there's there's somebody who's out in their community talking to people all the time. What about a house painter? A lot of people get their houses painted before they go on the market. What about um, a landscape gardener? A lot of people get their gardens cleaned up before they go on the market. What about, um, I don't know, a handyman, whatever, a tiler? The list is endless. Just start building out your list and you'll get to a 1,000 contacts in no time. Trust me, that really, really works. So um, that's back on number four. Number five, Get on the phone and just start connecting with your contacts, and always be always be giving, always be offering stuff. So you might call somebody up who's a contact of yours, and you'd say, "How's it going? Um, what's going on in your world?" And people are really interested about talking 
talking about themselves and solving their own problems rather than your issues. So this is conversational. Um, and you might just say a throwaway line, you're doing anything in, in, in the real estate space at the moment. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just reaching out to my database this week and doing some property updates and that sort of thing. If you want to know anything about the market, I can help you. If you want to get on my traders list, I can help you. So you never know what somebody might need or what somebody might be looking for. And this point number five is probably pretty critical because I would say it's the number one thing that most agents don't do because they're petrified of getting on the phone and actually talking to somebody. And if you're listening to this and if you're struggling in real estate and you don't really like getting on the phone and talking to people, then I'm going to suggest that maybe you and real estate are not that good of a match. Sorry, just saying, I don't want you to blow the next five years of your life. Why don't you find something that you love doing? I mean, personally, I, I had to I had to overcome a few challenges before I started doing it, but I started learning some scripts. And you know what? Every now and again, somebody's going to say, nah, look, take me off your list. I'm not interested in hearing from you, Ray. And I'm like, okay, that's totally cool. It's a, fr- it's a free country. I mean, I've got a massive database of real estate agents and I'm sending out information all the time because I think it's valuable. But you know what? Every now and again, somebody opts out and that's cool. I, I, it, all it tells me is that my list is working and that people can unsubscribe. I mean, I, I unsubscribe from emails every day. I'm sure you do as well. If the information is not valuable, if it's not helping you, then why would you use it? But unless you're prepared to get on the phone and reach out to your contacts and reach out to the people in your area, then it's going to be tough. Um, unless you can create some kind of magic way that leads come to you, even if leads come to you, hey, you still got to follow up. You know what? I don't think that that we can be replaced by AI or, or any of these other things that quickly because at the end of the day, when you're talking uh, a serious transaction that involves hundreds or if not millions of dollars, um, I don't know about, about um, you. I don't think I'm that old-fashioned. I want to talk to somebody. I want to see the color of their eyes. I want to hear the timbre of their voice. I want to see. I want to tell if they if they've got the confidence to be able to handle the sale of my property because I'm making a decision here, and that's uh, I'll get to I'll get to using uh, your USP and what's setting you apart in a sec, but um, that's a big part of it. So you got to look for ways to be able to get on the phone and make those connections, and that needs to be a daily thing. I promise, promise, promise you. The agents that you look up to, the best operators in your area, um, the million-dollar agents, uh, the super agents as they call them, they're doing that on a daily basis. They're good at it. They love it. And people actually enjoy hearing from them because they've got a good message and they're always adding a little bit of value. So that's number five. Okay, number six, decide on a social media channel and go for it. Now, There's a lot of coaching out there around social media that says you've got to be on all platforms. I think that's actually wrong. I would pick one platform and go all in with it. Here's why. If you pick five platforms, yes, I guess you can duplicate your message, but if there's interaction, you've got to go back to five platforms and and talk to people. It's kind of dividing by five your time and your effort in getting something done. Do you know what I mean? Um. Like the person who tries to do 10 things at once is only is is only really a tenth as good on any one thing 
as the person who's doing one thing at once, which is kind of why I stopped doing these podcast episodes for better part of six months because I was focusing on getting real ads going and I didn't want any distractions. It was a big project. I was building landing pages uh, and setups for my agents. I was setting them up with the different things like email marketing and making sure their social media channels came back into their CRM, setting up their 24-7 tech support, all of that. That was really important to them and it was really important to me because I want to be able to hold them up as shining examples to say, hey, this real ads program really works. I mean, I'm a marketing guy. That's that's what I do. So, but I had to focus on that. And I've got a small team and and we just went all in with making sure that this actually works. And when you really focus on something, um, when you get out of bed and run for it and and you make it happen and you overcome the obstacles along the way, amazing things happen. So um I would be suggesting to you that you just focus on one social media channel, on one thing. I mean, I've always been big on podcasting. It's been great for me. It's been great for my business. I feel I can add some value. I mean, you're listening to this now. You're getting some ideas, which is terrific. I might get some feedback from you. And who knows, maybe someday you and I'll end up working together and I'll be helping you to get more listings and make make more sales and help you make more money. That's what I do. But unless I can add value, then nobody's going to nobody's going to worry about it. So you need to be able to work out what you're doing and uh, or what social media channel you want to focus on and and what you're doing about that. And then we come to the point, still on number six, then we come to the point of adding content and you need to make a decision on what your content is going to be. Now, most of the real estate videos that I see are property walkthroughs. Now, I love real estate. I love looking at property. I love looking at architectural digest and and seeing these amazing homes from around the world and and just I just find that a total escape. I, I love checking that out when I got a free minute. Um, but the reality is, and here's the reality, and and this is a fact: only four or five percent of your market of the people in your community are actually looking to buy or sell real estate. Only four or five percent. So if all of your content is all about property, you're alienating and all about real estate, real estate, real estate, you're real estating them to death like a submachine gun on your hip. You're alienating 95% of your market. Don't do it. There's nothing wrong with sending out the odd property um, video or the property walkthrough. And by the way, you need to be in it because you're the star in this show, not the property, right? You're the marketer. That's why you're doing it. You're doing it to market the property, sure, but you're marketing you as well. But why not look at focusing on things that are happening in your community? Now, wherever you are uh, today, if you went to social media and you Googled your town community page or whatever or Googled or Facebooked or did a search or even YouTube, you will find there's a bunch of stuff happening in your local area. There are charities there are local schools and colleges, there's a fire department, there's a police department, there's a whole lot going on in your community. There are fun runs, there are fundraisers, um, there's things like in Australia, the men's shed, there's all of these things. Um, you know, Scott Lackman from uh, Queensland, from Caboolture, is brilliant at tapping into his local community. Uh, Scott would probably agree that he's built his business by helping out with his community. So, so what Scott's done is he's positioned himself 
not so much as a real estate agent who says, yeah, like um, make sure you sell your house with me. He's a concerned citizen in his community and his city of Caboolture and he's out there promoting people. He's giving people a voice in his community and I love that. And um, I've already offered you to grab a copy of Digital Mayor. I mean, speaking with people like Scott is where the whole idea for Digital Mayor came from. And it's something that I'm passionate about because I really believe that we will get back from our community if we're prepared to give to it. And that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where it gets exciting and it's fun and it's great to connect with people in your community. So got a little bit off track there, but probably not talking about content. Um, You know, I always say, look, what about doing a quick interview, um, grab a selfie stick and do a quick uh, 90-second interview with um, your local coffee shop owner and say, hey, I'm just here with Mario and and uh, we're promoting some, we're promoting, uh, you know, the, this is their flavour of the day or whatever it might be or these are the best pies in the world or, or this guy does a fabulous salmon salad or whatever it might be. There's so much content out there that's away from real estate and that will position you quickly as the digital mayor of town, which is exciting because... If you let's say let's say you actually interviewed the local police chief or the local member of parliament, right? And all of these people are looking for a platform. All of these people are at the end of the day politically minded, right? And politically motivated. So, you know, you could talk to your local member, there could be an election coming up, you could talk to candidates or whatever. Um, it's a bit of fun and it's almost fame by association because suddenly you're getting noticed. Who is this person? Who's out there? So if you're going to do content, let's appeal to a hundred percent of the of the market, not just the four or five percent that are buying and selling real estate. Okay, I think I've made my point on that. I think you get what I mean. So that's number six. Decide one media channel and go for it. And hey, if it's really successful, let's say you started on YouTube, and um, uh, you do like here's a great idea. What about ten things you must know before you buy or sell in Frankston or Bondi or Burlington or Denver or wherever it might be? That's really powerful, and that's the sort of stuff that's going to get organic traffic on YouTube. If you do a Facebook video, that's probably gone in a few days. If you do a YouTube video, it's just going to get more and more and more and more traffic over time. So that's what's really exciting. All right, move on, Ray. Number seven, what's, and this is the last one, and so you've got these these first six things in place, awesome. So number seven, what's your USP? What sets you apart from every other agent in your area? Now, I like asking agents this question. If I'm working with a team or doing doing a, uh, a coaching talk or a coaching call on Zoom or whatever, I'll often ask agents, hey, what is it about you that sets you apart? I know you're in an area here where there's dozens or hundreds or even thousands of agents. Why would I choose you to sell my home apart from all of these other people? And they'll say, well, Ray, I'm experienced. I'm a great marketer. I know my products. I know my area. I know uh, how to make a home look great. I know how to make it a, appeal to buyers. I know how to engineer a bidding war. I know how to negotiate, uh, blah, blah, blah. And all great stuff, don't get me wrong, but couldn't Buddy next door make the same claim? 
couldn't somebody else in the area say that they do a lot of those things as well? And they're all great things, but they're things that I would expect from my real estate agent anyway. So I faced this challenge pretty early on in my career. In fact, it was in that it was in that '90s time when things were pretty tough, uh, and the market and the market really really faded away. And I'll tell you an interesting story, and this is how it, it all came about. We sold a home for an advertising guy in, in inner Melbourne, uh, and it was during that time, and uh, he knew and we knew that the market was tough. And uh, he had a move into state. He was moving to Sydney, uh, and he was very big in the advertising world. And um, we uh, we auctioned the property as we do a lot in Melbourne, and uh, we worked very very hard. Um, I mean, gosh, the guy was an advertising guy for goodness sake. So our advertising had to be really good, and and we worked hard to uh, to help help this guy and his wife present their home. Uh, and we stage managed it. We just we just did everything right down to the nines. We accessed our our team of um, of property, uh, um, not renovators. What's the word? Presenters. You know, we had painters in there. We even replaced carpet in one room. We actually redid the front fence. We went to a lot of trouble, uh, and we got this home looking amazing. Then we brought in photographers. It's kind of before the days of a lot of video, but we had some beautiful photography. And anyway, the joint looked like a million dollars, literally, and we got a fabulous result uh, in a pretty tough market. We uh, we got well over reserve, um, and we were delighted, and the owners were delighted as well. And you've probably had this situation if you've been in real estate before, where the owners will say to you, um, "Hey, that was amazing. Thank you. If there's anything ever that we can do for you, you let me know." And I said to this guy, his name was Peter, and I said, Peter, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. But th- there is something that that uh, that you could do. I'm kind of searching for our USP. Um, I'm I've I've done a bit of research. I've I've studied the, the greats like David Ogilvy and uh, John Caples and these marketing gurus. And everybody see, says I need a USP. I need a unique selling proposition that's going to set me apart. Um, if you got any suggestions. Um, you know, why don't you let me know? And he said, well, he said, I do have some ideas, but you know what? Our creative director from Sydney's coming down next week. Why don't I get you in and we'll have a chat? Um, and uh, so anyway, fast forward the following week, we're in uh, we're in this beautiful office in St Kilda Road. Remember it like it was yesterday on the top floor looking out over Albert Park Lake. And um, uh, we're, we're talking there and uh, the, the, <laughs> the long-haired um, uh a creative director w- was there uh, in jeans and runners, uh, which was not really a thing in the in the 90s. I guess it was in the ad world, but I'm there in the in the suit and tie looking proper and, and Peter was there as well. The three of us are talking and, and the guy said, uh, I said, you know, I, I told him a little bit about our story and he asked me a few questions and um, uh, he said, he said, well, what is it that, that you do differently? And I went through all the things that I just shared with you. I'm a good marketer. I'm a great negotiator. Um, you know, I'm good at presenting property, blah, blah, blah. He said, yeah, well, that's all good, but I'd expect that in a real estate real estate agent anyway. He said, what really shines through? What's the what's the kick-ass thing that, that really knocks it out of the park for you? Why do people come to you? You know, what are you known for? And Peter chimed in and said, well, I can answer that because the guys got us a really good price on our house. Um, it was way beyond our expectations and they controlled everything beautifully um, they whipped up an emotional storm with bidding, and the uh, the the end result was was beyond our wildest dreams. In all honesty, 
And um, and and the uh, creative director said, "Well, there you have it. You, you're able to sell property for more." And that was actually where the idea for my book came from. So, and it, and uh, it fast. If I can fast forward, it kind of transcended to a point where um, I had a mantra that I you could wake me up at three a.m. and and I, I could roll it off, and I I can say. You know, this is my mantra, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. The thing I love about real estate is that it has no recommended retail price. We use a system that helps our sellers sell for more. Can I show you how it works? So it came down, and this was part of the conversation in in the in the room that day on St Kilda Road. What do your sellers actually want? What are the three things that people want? And we whiteboarded it. It was pretty pretty simple. I still remember it clearly. Number one was people want a top price, obviously. If you're selling real estate, you want something above market value. You want better than better than market. You want something above asking. You want a great result, right? If you're a seller, of course you do. I've never met anybody who says, oh, just get me an okay price. Everybody wants a top price. That's thing number one. Thing number two is that they uh, want a sale in a reasonable time at or less than average days on market. Bit of a no-brainer, I guess, but nobody wants to be on the market for a long time. The third thing is that we believed, and we workshopped this a bit that day, is that people are looking for a great real estate experience. When it's all done, I mean, there's a lot of scary stories about real estate. My agent ripped me off, blah, blah, blah. People are wary about that. Consumers are real, uh, uh, consumers are wary about people in our industry, um, mainly because there's not enough relationships and they haven't. And the agents haven't established relationships. Uh, they're too busy focusing on the ne- next listing. But where the relationships are good and people can come away from the sale and say, that was a great real estate experience. I really enjoyed that. So from that moment on, folks, all of my marketing, all of our marketing in the business focused around those three things. So that became our USP. We will get you a better price for your property and this is how we do it. And we went through those things. Now, then came... How do you actually convey that? How do you market that USP? And that was a bit of trial and error as well because um, the agency did us some beautiful ads that we promoted, which were great, and I've still got them to this day. But an ad's an ad. What really, what really counted and what really helped us was when we started using customer reviews. And our reviews specifically said, working with Wood Brothers was a breath of fresh air. The guys got us a great great result. I don't know how they manage multiple bidders. Uh, It was a terrific real estate experience. So all of our testimonials focused on that one thing. So that quickly became our USP. So you're welcome to rip it off if you want. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because think about this. If you were going to sell your property tomorrow, would you look for an agent that has proof that they can continually get better results or would you look for an agent who wears, who has a nice smile, good haircut, nice suit, nice car, nice brand? I want the agent that's going to get me a better, better price, and I will focus on the customer reviews that they've got. Amazon and Google have taught us that um, reviews rule. I think it's something like eighty to ninety percent of consumers will consider. Custom, prior customer reviews before making a purchasing decision. Let me say that again. Up to 90% of consumers, um, and I think the, the source here is called Bright Local if you want to look it up, up to 90% of consumers, it's certainly 85% might be higher, of consumers 
will consider past client reviews before they make a purchasing decision, whether that's a good or a service. So they are the seven points. I hope you're able to put them into place. If you put them into place and you do everything as I say and you can prove it and they don't work, then I'm here for you. Let's do 90 days of coaching. That's my guarantee. I'm pretty sure that I won't be hearing from anybody though because if if, if you put those in put those things into place, it's going to work. So I'm handing this over to you. I've told you what you need to do. I've told you how you do it. I've told you how to roll it out. If you need some support with a platform like Real Ads, if you need some more help, you need some more information, I'm here for you. In fact, I'm happy to jump on a one-on-one call. Let's do a Zoom call. If you'd like some more information, if you'd like to tweak things, I'm here for you. So that's the uh, that's the episode for today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day wherever you are and whoever you're doing, as they say. Dream big and take names. When you're ready to move up to an insanely fast full suite platform, Real Ads delivers everything the modern agent needs, including online design tools, social media ads manager, landing pages, websites, email and text messaging, CRM, customized ebooks, and much more. There's never been a real estate tech stack like Real Ads. Discover the future of real estate marketing by Googling Real Ads CRM. That's R E A L A D S C R M. 